Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, you're listening to Day by Day, Fleetwood Mac, Episode 1, about their self-titled debut album. And for the next two-plus weeks, day by day, we're going to go through the Fleetwood Mac discography. So year by year, album by album, we will hear the story of the band. And then track by track, I will go through each of the Fleetwood Mac albums, beginning today with their self-titled debut, which came out in 1968 also known as Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac. So the band Fleetwood Mac originally formed in July of 1967 in London, and the founder was Peter Green, guitar player Peter Green, whose name was shortened from Greenbaum, and he started the band after he left John Mayle and the Bluesbreakers, a band in which he had replaced Eric Clapton. And it was in that band the Blues Breakers, that Peter Green met drummer Mick Fleetwood and bass player John McVie. Mick Fleetwood was the lanky, wayward son of a decorated fighter pilot, and before the Blues Breakers, he was in a band called Peter B's Lunars, which was named for the keyboard player Peter Barden. That band eventually changed its name to Shotgun Express after they added a singer named Rod Stewart. And Rod Stewart would enter our story again when Bluesbreakers drummer Ainsley Dunsbar left that band to join Rod in the Jeff Beck group. And it was then that Peter Green recommended Mick Fleetwood to replace Ainsley Dunsbar. So the Bluesbreakers then consisted of Peter Green, Mick Fleetwood, John McVie, and John Mayle. In April of 1967, John Mayle gifted Peter Green some free studio time at Decca Studios. In London. Four songs came out of those recording sessions, one of them being an instrumental that Peter Green called Fleetwood Mac. He named it after the rhythm section that played with him on the song Mick Fleetwood and John McVie, Fleetwood Mac. Soon after this, Peter Green suggested to Fleetwood that they form their own band. So by this time, Mick Fleetwood had been fired from the Blues Breakers, apparently in relation to his excessive drinking. And so he was very willing to start a new band with Peter Green, 
But John McVie was still a member of the Bluesbreakers, so he was hesitant to leave the Bluesbreakers to join this new band. So one theory is that Peter Green named the band Fleetwood Mac as further enticement to get John McVie to join them. But McVie was still hesitant. So when the band first started, they had a bass player named Bob Brunning, who they actually found through an ad in the paper. And it seems that Brunning always understood that they wanted McVie in the band, and if McVie ever acquiesced and joined the band, then Brunning would be out. The original lineup of Fleetwood Mac, Peter Green, Mick Fleetwood, a guitar player named Jeremy Spencer, and Bob Brunning, that band made its debut at the Windsor Jazz and Blues Festival in August of 1967, billed as Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac, also featuring Jeremy Spencer. That's how they were actually billed. And it was at that gig, at that festival, where they first met singer and piano player Christine Perfect, which is actually her real name, which she inherited from her father, Cyril Perfect. So Perfect is actually... Christine McVie's actual last name. It's not a stage name. And at the Windsor Jazz and Blues Festival, she was playing keyboards with a band called Chicken Shack, who were on the label Blue Horizon that would soon sign Fleetwood Mac, that same label. So Bob Running only played a few gigs with Fleetwood Mac, and within weeks, actually, of the Windsor Jazz and Blues Festival, John McVie finally agreed to join the band and Bob Brunning went on to join Savoy Brown. So now they've got Fleetwood and Mac in the band. And like I said, they got a record deal. They signed with Blue Horizon, went into the studio, and recorded their debut album. Released in February of 1968, Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac is a mixture of blues covers and originals penned by guitarists Peter Green and Jeremy Spencer. Peter and Jeremy shared lead vocal duties on the album. And this would be the only Fleetwood Mac album that did not include any involvement at all from future member Christine Perfect, who soon after joining the band became Christine McVie. But we'll get to that in days to come. And this debut album by Fleetwood Mac, or Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac, was a hit in the UK, went top 10, reached number 4, and it stayed on the charts for 37 weeks, even though it did not have a hit single. The album barely made the charts in the U.S., squeaking into the Billboard Top 200 at number 198. But it was an underground hit in the U.S., especially among musicians and guys in bands, one of those deals. And, you know, the album is considered a classic release of the British blues boom, you know, which goes back to... John Mayle and the Blues Breakers, which, you know, Fleetwood Mac is an offshoot of, so. Let's get into this album, Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac. It opens with a song called My Heart Beat Like a Hammer, written by Jeremy Spencer. This recording sounds great. I like the guitar sound, and I like Jeremy's vocals. Basic blues structure, but the song is entertaining, and it's less than three minutes long. 
I can definitely hear why in 1968 rock fans were really into this. And one of my personal favorites, Status Quo, were obviously heavily influenced by this kind of material. They just sped it up and gave it more production and a bit more harmony, melody. But this is an excellent recording, especially for the time. The instrumentation, the instruments sound killer, especially the guitars. The rhythm section is kind of buried in the mix, but this is not really the kind of music I gravitate towards, but this is an enjoyable recording. And like I said, it sounds great. All right, the second song on the album is called Merry Go Round, written by Peter Green, four minutes long. This is the exact kind of slow, generic blues that I can't stand. I really don't care about guitar noodling. I'm sure it's great guitar playing, but I don't care. It's not what I want to listen to, so... This is just my opinion, my taste, but I can't stand this kind of music. And I just have zero interest in listening to it. Yes, when I first met you, baby I didn't even know your name Yeah, I was feeling so low on the ground But like an evil woman I was to blame Up next, third song on the album is called Long Gray Mare And gray is spelled with an E, G-R-E-Y Barely more than two minutes long, it's upbeat and brief so those are big pluses, but the repetitive nature of the blues structure like this, it does very little for me, like I said about the last song. Just not something I'm interested in listening to, but it's short. Long gray Why can't we be just like before? Long gray Why can't we be just like before? Fourth song on the album is a Robert Johnson song called Hellhound on My Trail. Again, this one's two minutes long. This is a piano version of the song. It's a haunting song and a cool idea to approach it like this. So I can definitely appreciate it. And, you know, the, the, the blues that I can get into is that acoustic, folky stuff going back to Robert Johnson, Lead Belly. This is just kind of a brief interlude, and it's not bad. Mm-hmm. 
I gotta keep on moving. Gotta keep on moving. That hell out is on my trail. The hell out on my trail. Shake your money maker, take one. Remake, take one. Come on, please. Fifth song on the album It's another old blues song called Shake Your Moneymaker by Elmore James I definitely appreciate a song like this more when it's played at this faster tempo but again the formulaic repetitive nature of this kind of a blues song is just not my kind of song it's not the kind of thing I seek out to listen to there's nowhere for a song like this to go. It just sticks to this very limited boxed-in template. And I understand why these guys had fun playing this kind of music. I just think they had a lot more fun playing it than I have listening to it. It's not horrible. It's kind of fun, but it's not something that I'm going to choose to put on. All right, ending side one, another song from Peter Green called Looking for Somebody. And five seconds in, I know I'm going to hate this. It's a mellow blues tune. Crazily, there isn't even any guitar on the track. It's all mouth harp. I'll pass. I got a feeling a blues gonna be my only way. I got a feeling a blues gonna be my only way. So when you're looking for somebody, I'm looking for somebody. Tell me, woman, how just Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. 
Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All right, flipping the record over, side two opens with a Chester Burnett song called No Place to Go. The exact kind of basic, generic, repetitive blues song that I hate. These songs, they're all basically the same, at least to me. I don't hear where a song like this is different from a million other songs. That's really what it comes down to, I guess. I don't get it. Horrible to listen to, in my opinion. Well, where you gonna be? Gonna wreck my life. How many more times? You're gonna treat me like you do. Second song on side two is a Jeremy Spencer song called My Baby is Good to Me. And at least this one is upbeat. And I like Jeremy Spencer's voice. But again, this song follows a very intentional, very basic formula. Again, fun for them to play. Not that fun for me to listen to. But more entertaining than the last couple of songs. Third song on side two is a Peter Green song called I Loved Another Woman. 
Again, five seconds in and I'm ready to skip. The best thing I can say about this album is most of the songs are short. Fourth song on side two is Cold Black Night, Jeremy Spencer song. Slow, plodding blues, exactly what I can't stand. Just completely pointless, in my opinion. I mean, maybe you're supposed to get drunk or stoned and basically nod off while listening to this. Halfway to a coma already just because of the song. And the rain was falling down. Next song by Peter Green, The World Keep On Turning. I definitely enjoy this kind of song a little bit more when it's stripped down like this, but again, I don't appreciate this kind of music. But this is interesting to listen to just because it's Peter Green and a guitar. Just that's it. Nothing else. And obviously, Peter was very good at this. I don't like it very much, but... At least it's interesting. Nobody saw me crying. Nobody knows the way I feel. Nobody saw me crying. Nobody knows the way I feel. Yeah, the way I love the woman It's bound to get me killed The album ends with a song called Got to Move. Fucking A, this is awful. Gotta go away from here. You won't cook 
All right, we've made it through the album. I thought I would mention here that after the album came out, the band released a single, non-album single, in March. So we're talking about a month after the album came out, they released a single called Black Magic Woman, which was written by Peter Green, lyrics inspired by his former girlfriend, Sandra Elsden, who Green had nicknamed Magic Mama. And Green has also acknowledged that the music for Black Magic Woman was influenced by All Your Love by Otis Rush. And that song had actually been recorded two years earlier by John Mayle and the Bluesbreakers. Now that was the Eric Clapton version of the band before Peter joined. But Peter Green has said that one of the things he learned from John Mayle was, quote, if you really like something... You should take the first lines and make up another song from them. So that's what I did with Black Magic Woman. A couple years later in 1970, Santana would include the song on their album Abraxas. And it actually was a number one hit. And that album went quadruple platinum. I honestly don't like the song very much, but I can also hear why it became a classic. So this is pretty good songwriting from Peter Green, but um, I can appreciate this on whatever level. At the same time, it's not something I would choose to listen to. But I thought I would mention it here because it came out a month after the album and it's, you know, one of the more famous songs, maybe the most famous song to come out of this version of Fleetwood Mac. So there you have it. We're done talking about the first album by Fleetwood Mac and we will move on to their second album Mr. Wonderful we'll talk about that tomorrow
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.